welcome back to hello welcome back to empty calories i'm clarkson i'm nicole and you can reach us at twitter at calories underscore empty and then instagram empty underscore calories underscore podcast thank you for joining us and this week we're going to talk about more bullshit happening on bullshit shows aka bravo yes yes we love it, but we know what it is. This show the is called King. Empty Calories for a reason. They're the kings of bullshit. Yeah, but we love them. And they're our little kings. Yeah, we're going to talk about the Winter House finale. Uh, we're definitely going to delve into Salt Lake City, although it wasn't a really big episode this time. Just kind of little tiny stuff here and there. Yeah. And Girls Trip is starting to come to an end, so we're going to talk about that latest episode. And then, of course, our Housewives of OC just came back. Yes, it did. Thank God. Finally. Thank God. And we will uh, hail and salute our Savior when we get to that. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, Winter House finale. What are our thoughts? Uh, I really liked the show. I hope they do it next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have liked to have seen a little more of interaction in between uh, Craig and Paige, now knowing that they're together. Like, how did that happen? Yeah. But she is on Southern Charm, apparently, I've heard. Oh, she, as girlfriend? Yeah, because yeah, she's, she's uh, you know, uh, visiting back and forth. You know, she's in New York. He's in South yeah. Carolina. North, Car- North Carolina. I don't know where they are. Yeah. <laughs> they and, uh, by now. and so, uh, yeah, she's going to see her boyfriend. So she's, of course, going to be on the show. So we'll see more about their relationship. Uh, all this cross-pollination. Yeah. Well done, Andy. Once again, we just watched our girl, Lindsay, just... Man, I... Uh... And not just because she hollered back at us on Instagram. But... Twice. Twice, huh? Cool. Um, first of all, that picture was mm-hmm. piece of chef. Mm-hmm. Nice. And she acknowledges it too. Not like, oh, I just do this all the time. She's like, oh no, I had all this done because she's fucking real. Yeah. And none of you people deserve it. I did not start show. out liking Lindsay. Me, me neither. At all. If you out there listening to this had listened to us the first season, second season, and whatever, we were. We weren't the biggest fans of Lindsay. Very anti-Lindsay. And Lindsay, frankly, wasn't the biggest fan of Lindsay. I, yeah. Uh, and I think that's the part that I didn't like. Yeah. It was just, I felt like I was watching someone self-destruct. Yeah. In yeah. a really horrible way. And sometimes, hey, I love to watch a train wreck as much as the rest sure. rest of the world. Sure. You know, Remind. but... Uh, at some point, it starts to get where you're like, well, I'm embarrassed for you now. Right. It's not like watching Ramona self-destruct on Girls Trip, which we'll get to in a minute, and you just sort of delight and cower in its uh, in its awesomeness and the true meaning of the word. Like, oh. That's because she's a constant in the universe. Yeah, she's a force of negativity, so I expect her to be a destructive force. I don't particularly care what happens to her. Obviously, I don't want anything awful to happen to her physically. Don't be crazy. But I do like seeing her melt down on the show because I don't care for her as a human being. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's for fun. Sure. But when it's Lindsay, for some reason, it's a little too close to home. Like I see why you're hurting and I know why you feel this way. And I felt that way myself in the past. And I think there's more of a... A no, kinship. No. Yeah. Yeah. Come yeah. on, girl. 
You can do Come this. Come on, you can do this. <laughs> you don't need these assholes. I mean, yeah, okay, the guy's cute and all, but... I mean, even like in this last episode, she kind of like checked in with Austin at one point. Like, yeah. are you doing okay? Like, she still Ugh. cares. And he just was like, whatever about it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that was heartbreaking to watch. Because yeah. I'm like, you deserve better than these people that you, you seem to latch on to. You yeah. know, the, the first guy... Rupert, what was his name? What was his the name? The one that she was obsessed with for the yeah, longest they had a, time. Yeah, they had a whole And he back just and forth. could care less. Yeah. Everett? Everett. Everett. There we go. It, it felt like he could just care less. I like when you call him Rupert from now on. Uh, Rupert think, from Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Yeah, <laughs> Rupert. Rupert. <laughs> but uh, he just, it felt like he could just care less. Yeah. Like he had no concern for caring for her heart. Right. Like, when you want to be with someone, like, you're taking the risk that that person's going to protect your feelings in your heart. And that guy was just playing basketball with it. Like, he just yeah. didn't care. He let the fucking globetrotters. Yeah, just it was just like, tricks. do, 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 do. <laughs> you know, rolling yeah. it along his shoulders. I mean, yeah. he just didn't care. And, and Lindsay's the Washington Generals just falling for it every time. Damn, Curly got the ball past me. How do you do that every time? Yeah, yeah it made me it's, sad. It's sad. It made me sad. And I feel protective for Lindsay. And I couldn't tell you why other than this sort of, I know why you feel this way. Mm-hmm. And there is a way out. You know, the sun will rise tomorrow if you just listen to everything going that's going on in your head. Because your head talked you into this and your head could talk you out. But you know... I, I do feel a kinship with Lindsay because I run into the same problem. I all my life, I've always intimidated men that I've that I've gone out with. Um, I've always like save one, save one. <laughs> uh, uh, most men, though. Yeah. most men I've gone, I went out with, I intimidated. Most of the time, I made more money than them. Right, that was a real big problem. Hey, I just want to say this in a loud, clear voice in a public forum. <laughs> you want to go ahead and become a millionaire, you get right on that. <laughs> You'll be more than I'm happy. Fine. I'm fine. To be, you yeah. know, philanthropist. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I can get on to my lifelong dream of becoming like a Like, that's Claus. what happened to uh, Bethany, Bethany. And, and, and her husband. I mean, he just Fucking. could not deal with, oh, boo-hoo, you're a millionaire. Your family is a millionaire, but because you didn't do it yourself and your wife did it, Don't understand. you hate her. I am, I'm more than happy to become new money. It's fine with me. Right. Good with it. Like, oh, your life got so much easier oh, no. suddenly. Yeah. I'm so sad for you. Fuck off. No. All <laughs> of a sudden, I have more leverage in the real world than I had before. Oh, no. What are other men going to say about him? Who gives a shit? How about that? Exactly. And I think that's what it boils yeah. down to. So, and that's kind of, I think, what Lindsay falls into. The The problem is, is that she's got to control over all the rest of her life except for that part. Yeah. And that is tough. If you are in control of everything else, you kind of can't control love. And that's yeah. a very rough place to be. Yeah. Uh, she seems to be kind of whipped around by the winds of her own heart. Or her own, I don't want to say whimsy, but... It, because it's more serious than that. I, I think she takes it more seriously, obviously, to tell Austin, of all people, that she loves him. I don't think she did that. 
I don't think she really loved him, though. I don't think honestly. so either. Honestly. But I think that, for whatever reason... I think she felt like she did. Right. She felt some sort of connection that he built. Yes. And that is where Austin is a monster. Yeah. Austin builds these connections with people, and then the moment when he's like, mm, this doesn't serve me anymore, oh, well, that was never there, and gaslights the fuck out of you. Yeah, it's, it's not a good look, dude. But he does it with everybody. Even Madison, who was awful, he did it with her, too. Yeah. In a lot of ways. That's why she felt a little more justified twisting the knife, because she kind of saw through his shit. Absolutely. And we all did, except she went, you know, one step too far. Well, 14 steps too far. Yeah. Because she wanted to save face, or be the big dick swinging, or what? It was like she was going through an insult playbook. Of things to throw back at him or something. Well, she's engaged now, and well, I hope that works out for her. Tough. I hope she doesn't, you know, completely sabotage that because that seems to be her bag. Whatever. So go with God. You know. Good for you. Whatever. You are trash. You are trash. <laughs> Thank you, Craig. And I didn't want to blow out the uh, microphone by slamming the table as hard as I wanted to because you are. <clears throat> anyway. Aside from everybody else, I mean. It was, sort of, it was sort of a weird uh, experiment. I enjoy these experiments because they put people in a, uh, a situation not unlike the one we met in, right? When we were teenagers at drama, yeah. Yeah, two-week drama yeah, camp. Yeah, just a bunch of strangers. A bunch of strangers are all uh, interested in the same thing, for the most part. And there's a lot of, I may never see this guy slash girl again kind of going on. Right. Where... You know, it's a summer, a winter romance, a vacation romance. Or when in winter house. You yeah, know. yeah. That kind of thing. And I enjoy that because you get to see people at kind of who they really are when there isn't any necessary stakes connected to it. There's not, we're in a long-term relationship and we're vacationing in the summer with our friends from New York. It's, we're in a different situation, two weeks only, done. Right. Going back to work, it's two weeks there and then gone. It's camp. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I enjoyed seeing how some of the dynamics didn't quite work for like the model guy, whatever his name was. Which one? The, Andrea? Andrea, the Italian. Yeah. Um, it's a sort of, like, but it didn't, she didn't seem to be bothered by it at all. Like, oh, it didn't work out. Ah, it's whatever. It's whatever. I'm, uh, I'm moving on. Uh, yeah. He doesn't seem to be bothered by no. much. He, so, he's fine. Um, sort of makes her sort of boring TV, but. I'll tell you what was boring TV. Luke. Oh, well, isn't that his I mean, name in at least before when he was jacking women around, uh, there was something. But yeah. Luke really just took up a room this year. He sure did. Or an igloo. Or half an igloo. Or a uh, quarter not, glue. A <laughs> quarter glue. <laughs> he has a, a, a sitting area. Yeah. My, <laughs> my ice settee. My ice settee. My, yeah. my, my ice Half circle. Right. Like, yes. Yeah. I I just was like, what was the point of him? I don't know. I was hoping early on. I feel like, no, I feel like Luke got slammed the last two years for being kind of a slime ball when it comes to women so hard that he wanted to, that he backpedaled hmm. into oblivion. Right. Like, he's like, well, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to hit on anybody. I'm not going to. I'm, I'm just going to be out here with my quarter circle igloo <laughs> and, you know, uh, uh, and do nothing. Yeah. I, I mean, really, he, he, he kind of attempted to do that 
the last season on Summer House where he was like making jewelry outside. Cutting wood outside inside the fucking front door. I know like I he, harp on Like he's freaking Captain America or something. No, like I mean, there's a song from a wrestler from the 90s and they his shtick was, he's a man. It was all funny. It was a funny gimmick. Right. There's a song it should be played. He's a man. He's a real man's man. And it showed him like cutting wood and oh my God. building furniture and shooting animals. Shooting, yeah, just shit like that. That's Luke's song. It's not appreciated by people who don't watch that stupid shit. But if you do, you're like, oh, what a callback to the 90s. Well, I did feel bad for him. I was like, you just have no place here. He shot his shot with that little blonde thing. And she's like, nah, my friendship's more important. Well, that, and she has a boyfriend. So, I mean, whether or not it's working out or off and on, douchebag. Well, I mean... You You were told this explicitly. You use it a camp situation. Okay, well, yeah, that's true. I mean, I had a boyfriend (laughs) and you had a girlfriend when we met, so... (laughs) You know, whatever. But we were teenagers. That's a totally different subject. We're all dumbasses. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Back then. These people are, like, in their 30s. Yeah, well, you wouldn't know that, but yes. Yeah. Yes. And then, you know, all the rest of the people were pretty benign, you know. Craig still continues to be the voice of reason, which I never thought I'd see the day. There we are. Uh, But he's going strong, and I'm really excited about it. Um, I'm excited to see Southern Charm whenever him and Paige are together. Yeah. You know, to see their dynamic. Because yeah. I think they're going to be cute together. It'll be fun. Yeah. But I, uh, overall, I was happy with Winter House. Um, I just actually saw a promo for another dating uh, show that's going to be held in that exact same house. Oh, wow. So that must be the TV house. Right. Because it, it had like a back shot of it. And I was like, hey, you know that house. That's cool. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I didn't. Um, I didn't hate the season. There were parts where I really loved it, uh, particularly Paige kind of realizing in real time. Wait a minute. Yeah, this, this guy's guy just win. not for me. Right. I like just because he's pretty. Right. Doesn't mean he's marriage material. Right. And that's the age showing itself on the show. Yeah. Because we've watched some of these people not grow up, but certainly mature more from their first seasons in right. their pers- uh, respective series. Series. And. Um, I think that's fun to watch. Her going, oh, this is so fun. You can say anything you want. Oh, my God, I'm so wet, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know what? Never mind. And then that wore off. And then she was yeah. like, well. Yeah. Let me let me uh, renegotiate how I'm feeling about He's this. pretty, and it's great for a couple of nights. But after yeah. that, I mean, what do you really have to talk about? Nothing. And it's unfortunate they couldn't just have that. Well, a, she's at that age. Right, that's what I mean. You know, at a certain point, you've got to stop dicking around. Literally. And you, yeah. And then, you know. Andy was talking to three other women on the phone. Exactly. On and camera, so, so he could give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, so, so, whatever. so, it's time to move on. Yeah, for sure. Let's go to what really matters, Salt Lake City. <sighs> so, Jen is embroiled in her legal whatevers. And Which she is fully on this lie festival of yeah the parade of still, lies the parade of lies that she's still saying that oh yeah coach he uh, he he was bleeding internally or some bullshit like that that man was no more bleeding internally than I am right now yeah the the I want to take my hat my metaphorical hat off to camera two with its still shot of the lawyer's face. 
from behind Mer- uh, oops, uh, behind um, Jen's shoulder as you watch in real time his non-plus reaction. You can almost see him. He's just like, whatever. His eyes like, I think I need to pick up a bottle of wine tonight. My wife told me to pick, I don't remember, was it Chardonnay? No, it had to be a Pinot. I'm not really into Pinot. Yeah, he's like, I'm just going to check out while she says this entire, you know, list of lies that I know are lies because I am her lawyer. Yes. It's, yeah, it's just ridiculous. Um, They, they, Throw us a bone to show that Jen's, uh, you know, dealing with what she's dealing with. But then the focus of the episode really switches more to... Vale. Vale, Vale. Colorado, where all the girls are on their trip that Jen was supposed to have gone on. But more specifically, Mary. (sighs) Mary can get double fucked in this episode. If you've watched it, you know what we're talking about. Well, Mary can get double double fucked, period. I don't like like ice. I don't like drinks. I don't like being here. I'm in hell. Go to hell. Go to hell. How about just go to hell, Mary? Here's the thing about it. Last last semester, I was going to say last semester, last season, she was supposed to be a full cast member. Right. And then she became a friend. Right. So they had a lot of footage of Mary that I'm sure that they didn't end up getting used because she only was partial. I need all of it. Mary is not, and now is this season, she is a full castmate, but you can tell she is, she is not fully on board to be a team player with this reality show. No. And it's ridiculous to think you wouldn't be more on board if you've gone this far. I personally feel like the camera people are going to start pulling out past footage. A lot of past footage. Evil past footage. Well, they should. And they have, a little bit. They pulled out past footage of her talking to the people at the restaurant from last season like they were dogs. You know, can you read? This is upside down. This should be upside down. You should learn to read. I mean, like, oh my God. God, God, like you are talking to other adults this way, you know, and every single time she talks to somebody, it's in the most condescending, rude way. Yes. This woman has never been taught that she should be nice. No. And she's supposed to be a woman of God, which wink, wink kills me. So I can only imagine what her grandmother was like. Her grandmother uh, must have been the biggest asshole on the face of the earth. Gotta be, because she's coming off. People are just trying to have a conversation with her, and she's breaking down like a, ro- uh, a robot and uh, deteriorating in front of us and looking like a fucking new money Weasley. I mean... Like, what? It, what? What? And then she gives gifts to people, but she only gives gifts to people that she likes. She'll give gifts to people like the But then the, she'll pretend like she didn't give them a gift. Like she gave those shoes yeah, to exactly. Jennifer. And then, and then she was I, like, oh, well, I happened to grab them on the way out. And I, I just, wanted, my bag. To, I just I wanted to lighten my luggage. Like, That's who, why she got a gift. Who's that for? I mean, what is it? What is this? Little but it's a lot of lying because she gave gifts to a bunch of different people. Okay, well, let's say you gave legitimate gifts to everyone else and the shoes are an afterthought for the new person. What is it benefiting? It doesn't you it to doesn't. tell the camera in your confessional. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Maybe she thinks it makes her cool, or I mean, are you working? Are you know. working the heel gimmick here? If you, is that that? I don't think she. You has can't to. be because Jen is literally stealing money from old people, allegedly, in my opinion. Exactly. So 
I don't know. I maybe I don't know. I I she really is such an enigma to me. On one side, she's all I'm here for you and blah blah blah, and then she flips in two seconds and she's like, "Oh, we're not friends." I haven't seen, and this is unique. And Whitney thing. is such a giant doormat, you right. know. Oh. oh, just, just, I'm so sick of Whitney. Whitney drinking like she's 25 and just rolling on and on and on and on about what everything she has to say. But she, she feels compelled to say every thought that comes to her mind, drunk or sober. Mm-hmm. It's not going to serve her well. I'm not particularly dislike Whitney, but I just like Whitney, this dog with a bone thing. I think I'm just one. sick of her. Yeah. I think I'm just sick of her spinelessness. Like, you do, know? If, if Mary sucks, Jen sucks, all these people suck, stop talking to them. Oh, no. Heather's awesome. Oh, Heather I love Heather. does not suck. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, anyone... She has an issue that Whitney personally has an issue with. Lisa, if you can't patch up with her, you don't have to. You're just on the show together. It doesn't mean you have to braid each other's hair. Yeah. You can just move the fuck on in a way that still serves the show, which we've seen a thousand times. Oh, the, those women after the cameras go down, they just like never talk to yeah, each other. Yeah, it's fine. So, we, yeah, all, it, we all know what this is. Yeah, yeah. You're on a reality show. And reality is in, inverted commas. We know you're putting these situations for drama to happen. Either let it happen organically, or you can separate yourself from the show and become a friend, or be like that Persian Barbie in uh, um, Shaw's that said she wanted to separate, so every shot was her in her apartment, her shopping alone, her eating alone, her doing her hair alone, <laughs> looking at her dog, her it dog leaving the room. Joke. It was like, okay, that's what you're going to get for that. But <clears throat> Mary, much like... Kelly Dodd, I have seen no redeeming qualities. I don't see a reason for these women to want to be friends with her. And it's a whole lot of you're a friend, I'm a friend, they were a friend, everywhere a friend, I'm loyal to you, you're loyal to me, where are your loyalties? Okay, fine. Why are you loyal to her? To her? Because nothing about her says a good time. I mean, she's not even fun. That's what I'm saying. She's not a good time. She obviously talks shit about everyone either to their face or behind their back, which is normal. It's a reality show. You're going to do that. Most but, of the time it's to their face. I'll give her that. Okay. So why in the fuck are we friends with her? Why is Meredith prepared to go to the mattresses for this church robot that's breaking down in front of us? I don't get that. I and don't get it And that's more frustrating to me than anything else. You want to be the bad guy on the reality series? Fine. That, that's I'm used fine. to it. I, 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 can, I can... I got it. I can play that what i can't play is someone who has zero redeeming values at all redeeming qualities at all like vicky gun i can't speak gunvalson gunvalson for all of her awfulness and we'll get into in detail later she at least did the whoop it up thing where she was a good time at least you knew at least she was at least you knew well fuck if i get enough tequila in this bitch we're gonna have a good time right 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 you couldn't put anything in front of Mary. She's, I don't like tequila. I don't like this glass. I don't like this table. Why are we in Mexico? What's Mexico? And then, and then that, if you were watching her, that one point where she stabbed herself in the mouth with a cracker that she was eating. Yes. Did I you see that? Yeah, I was like, what is she doing? And I was like, does not compute, cannot <laughs> eat. Uh, Can't consume carbon-based <laughs> material. Crackers uh, are foreign. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's fascinating to watch. Don't get me wrong, but 
at the same time, it's a, it's a frustrating watch to watch the women fall over themselves to try to get on her good side. I could honestly, I could go back to Mary just being a friend. Yeah. Because you're doing You nothing. know, last season, I said differently. And now I regret this. Right. Because yeah. I was like, because I realize now that the short blips of Mary that we got was the limit. Yeah. We yeah. have gone over that. Right. And it's too much. It's it's like uh, my... That was the enjoyable limit that we should have stayed at last season. We would see her doing weird things or walking around and spraying her face with Lysol or whatever right. the fuck she did. Right. You know, or putting her hands in Ziploc bags. I don't know. I'm making all that up. I have no idea. But, Rolling around but in I different mean, colored cl- clothes. Yeah, wearing her weird fashion, walking around talking to herself in her closet. Yeah, Gucci Zorro in her closet talking to herself. Totally fine. Right. And apparently that was the maximum. Yeah, yeah. We had already reached that. Now we've gone 25% over that, and it's way too much. Yeah, it's my theory of Jack Black. This is too much. Yeah. But there's a little is great. Really, really fun. Adds a lot to the situation. Full movie, no go. No, no. Not a, <laughs> I'm not a full movie Jack Black person. Sorry. High fidelity, perfect amount of Jack Black. Absolute. Pizza chef, I'm out. And one more scene in that movie. Like, ah, I'm out. Too much. <laughs> And I'm done. Yeah. So Mary so, is currently occupying that space because she brings nothing except frustration. Frustration <laughs> and rudeness. And she, yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah. she is one of those that makes me at sit least, up on the couch. Here's the only thing I'd say. At least if when she was rude, she was hilarious about it. That would be great. That would be great. That but would it's be not even. It's not even witty. No. Talking is, is, is a feat that she can barely accomplish. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. No, I'm I'm pretty much done with her. But that is pretty much all that went down in the last one we watched, or last two we watched. We well, just, and apparently Mary got so frustrating, which which this this <sighs> I put my hands together for you, Heather. Heather got up and was like, "I'm out." Oh yes, and she actually left. Yes, 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 yes. That's right. I forgot about that. How the hell could I forget that? And I was like, every single time in a reality show when someone gets up, it's like, I'm leaving. Yeah, and they then they du- and they turn around and they come back. Right. It makes me so angry. They do the door shuffle where they go cry outside the door of the restaurant and, and stand then, there. And then come back. Waiting for someone to come. I Attend know. to them. Attend. Give me attention. No, she was like, I'm leaving. I'm out. Peace. And she left. And she and Whitney leave. Took another flight. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. And in my world, if I book this show... They would never be seen together in a room again. Like, no, we're done. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Little girl. <laughs> I'm just done. It's just done. With yeah. It. Yeah. I mean, if you've got the money, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gone. Gone. I would be, I would be terrible on a reality show. Bye, sweetheart. Like, yeah. Oh, as, God. Yeah. I'm done. I would never get hired back the next <laughs> no, year. No, I'd no. just be like, oh. No. No, this is not for me. They'd Bye. also see me coming. Yeah. It's like Jim's, my friend Jim's theory about uh, getting cast on anything with Gordon Ramsay. Like, oh no. You're not, not him. You're not getting cast. Not him. Mm, no. I need someone about 120 pounds lighter and about 5 foot 7. <laughs> with uh, less penchant for confrontation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so that so, was Salt Lake City with the girls uh, piecing out on Robot Mary. Um, then. 
we got into uh, Girl Strap. Girl Strap. Man, oh, Manischewitz. Here's what I love about Girl Strap. <laughs> I mean, we already know that Ramona is a monster. Yeah. Teresa is kind of like Ramona in the sense that in her own show, she kind of does what, Ramo- what Ramona does. And she will say something and then she will double down on it. Yeah. Then she'll triple down on it. Yeah. She's very pig-headed, but it's not, it's not without some reason. Ramona, in the opposite, it's always without reason. It yeah. just doesn't even make sense. No. And then once she starts to get really upset, it makes less sense. <laughs> yes. But what was so good about this episode was Ramona has set her sight on this guy that lives in Turks and Caicos. That's right. And she, they all went over to his house to have dinner. And Mario came, Mario, is that right? Kyle's Uh, husband? Yes, Mario. Mario comes in. He he was there for business. And he came in. And it is Mario. Is it Mario? Marcus? No. No, it's Mauricio. Mauricio. Damn it. No, Mauricio's wrong. Mario is wrong. Yeah, Mauricio. Mauricio. Mauricio comes in because he is working. Yeah. Uh, And so he's like, oh, well, I'll just come down and then I'll come have dinner with you. And they went to this guy's house Mm -hmm. who owns a bar on Turks and Caicos. And this man's house was unbelievable. Had this fantastic outdoor dinner that he set up. Oh, amazing. And Ramona had her full flirt on. She was ready to go. And because Kenya and a couple of the other girls are having problems with Ramona, they found Ramona's Achilles heel. Everyone knew Ramona's Achilles heel. Everyone knew, and this backs up my theory, that Kenya researched Ramona. Oh, yes. All the way up from the beginning. We know Ramona's going to want to take the best room. So, Cynthia, I need you to help me out. I'm going to have this picture of my daughter. We're going to work this whole gimmick out where... We're gonna get whatever, the whatever, room. whatever. We're just gonna we're gonna trump this pain in the ass. She knows enough about Ramona now, even though they're ostensibly strangers. Mm-hmm. That the diabolical way that Kenya called out Ramona on John John Conk, whatever I'm calling him, Conk, <laughs> the Conk dinner girl hail Satan, because wow, if you cock block Ramona. That just seems to really send her through the roof. Yeah, but this was a targeted oh, attack. It, oh, oh, it was beautiful. Nicole can vouch for this. I had to pause. <laughs> I had to stand up, physically get up off the this couch. This was a strike. Yes. <laughs> a shock and awe. And I had to kind of shake it out. <laughs> it was just... Um, Kenya's like, I am going to find the list of two people in Austin and we're going to climb the list and I'm going to make the top of Clarkson's fucking Mount Rushmore because, Kenya, we are there. With that ability to target something so precisely and not just by your own, you were able to bring in Luann. And Luann, like fucking... Okay, Luann, I'll give Luann this. It was like a, a, a... Oh. Go ahead. I can't remember. I'll that. give Luann this, though. Luann has always wanted to do this. Rosencrantz and Gillerstern are dead. 
the way those two, the way that they work together. together, I was like, it was just, it was a perfect dance. It was a perfect dance. And Luann has always wanted to do this, but here's the problem. Luann has always been in the situation where she's on her own show Mm. and she doesn't want to make trouble, long lasting trouble for herself. (laughs) I could see that. Yeah, yeah, sure. I could see that. Don't shit where you eat. Yeah, sure. That's her show, but now we're in a different ball game. Right. Everybody's in a little melting pot. Yeah, we're and in a camp situation. In again. a camp. Once again, it's been the year of the camp situation. We're in a camp situation, and now you've got a little partner in crime over here. And you just went right oh. in there and danced oh, that dance. Seamless. And Ramona, who's trying to like, oh, I need to go to the bathroom. Show me where the bathroom is. And that man couldn't care less. He's what? like... It's over there. When he says, <laughs> when he says, take a left, go down there, it's right past that arch, and you stop 30 feet from the table in front of the arch and say, Where is it? I can't find it. Where could it be? Keep going. You'll find it. And no one gets up. Oh, no one. Just... It was mm. It was so genius. And he ended up giving his number to Luann. And she legit gets the number from him. Yes. At some point, it goes from a work to a shoot. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you give me that number. Just to, oh, damn, Luann. Oh, so oh. it was so good. I'm here, like, falling in love with Kenya. And all the while, Luann's like, oh, you remember me, don't you? Kenya was like, I'm going to throw out this ball, and I'm going to need you to pick this up, Luann. It was, and yeah. she did. Caught it one hand. Caught it one handed and kept on going. And then. Fucking post it like a Heisman trophy. <laughs> I think Kenya probably gave up the gimmick a while back, and Luann's like, "Oh no, oh no, this is my time to shine." <laughs> now it's my time to twist the knife slowly. Fan fucking tastic. Because from the beginning of the show, even Luann, she goes, "Look, we all deal with Ramona on this stuff, mm. but these women aren't going to let it go, and it's amazing." <sighs> and and Luann has loved it from the word jump. On this. She's like, this you. is great. I'm I'm so into this, I can't even tell you. I was already planning on watching just about every franchise out there. I haven't gotten around to him for various reasons. Just There's a lot of TV to watch. I love Kenya now. Kenya could murder somebody and I'd still be on his Kenya, side. I don't even is, care. This is, it's, <laughs> a, it's advertisement for other franchises. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, you don't watch this show? Maybe you should. Uh, I'm watching that. For Kenya? I want to watch Kenya do whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For that yeah. alone. It was just masterful magic. That is why you watch reality television. Yeah, shit like that. Now, if it happened in real life, you'd be like, "Hey, asshole!" And and <laughs> and you never know. We might watch the other show, and it's different when she's with very Maybe. very familiar people. Maybe uh, being in a crowd of newbies it might bring out a different different side of her. I don't know, but I love Kenya. Uh, I cannot. I'm just here for this. Because I'm here that, for Kenya. I'm here. <sighs> For, you know, cockblock gate, I'm here for it. If I have to get up and physically react to what you did, you did something wrong. <laughs> I, it's it's a, on the evil oh, scale, like, oh! It's so yay. good. It's so good when it's so maniacal. I love, it, I love, it was beautiful. I also love how much delight my wife takes in it. She just kind of looks up at me like a kid opening a present. Did you see? Did you see? Did you like it? It's so amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, that was... Pretty amazing. So, from Girls Trip, now we can go into the resurrection of Orange County. Oh, thank God. Brought Last to you, year. Brought to you by our Lord and Savior, Heather DeBro. Okay, so we've talked about OC before, how yeah. it turned into 
Housewives of the Regular People last season, Mm -hmm. where it was just, I don't know, it was very lackluster. You know, we watch Housewives because we do want to see some glamour. A uh, little. Oh, absolutely. You know, how the other half lives. This Beverly is, Hills is like yeah, that, you the, know. The, the crux of this show, one of the hooks of the show is not interpersonal drama. It's One of them is interpersonal drama, of course. But the other part of it is this sort of... Uh, I want to see how the other half lives. Uh, I yeah, want to see, it's, you it's, know, it's, uh, a movie star. And Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. A little bit, yeah. Just a little. I don't need all of it. I don't need you to be... I don't a, need you to give me a tour. Well, I mean, sometimes I do, actually. But well, in this case, yes. In this case, I definitely did. But there so, has to be a little bit more than just some folks doing some stuff. Yeah, I mean, last season, I mean, none of these people really excited me. You know, I was just like, okay, now yeah. we're just housewives of the regular people. Why I could know these people who, yeah, y'all aren't special. I don't care. I don't care if one of the people, one of the cast members, is relatively grounded. Gina is very grounded. Gina, very grounded. And I don't need to see Gina in a Rolls Royce or a Rolls whatever. Royce or some palatial manse. I'm fine with you being sort of the voice of the people, like the working man's champ. That's I'm, I'm totally that. fine. Fits totally you. fine. Fits you, fits who you are as a person, as a member of the show. I'm good with it. I like all that New York energy, particularly in a place so full of shit as Orange County, California. I like it. Yeah, and it's refreshing. But it's it's found an echo with Heather, who is not only from New York, but she is sort of the queen bee of this situation. And there's no debating it. Oh yeah, yeah. There no, is no, 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 no Kyle. The rich bitch is back. There's no, yeah, there's no Kyle slash Lisa Vanderpump jockeying for position. No, 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 no. no I don't no, care what no, you say, no, Kyle. No. I like you. I like you a lot more now after after a girl's trip, but that's what was happening. Yeah. For a long time. And everyone's sort of on sort of equal footing, even though Lisa's ridiculously rich. They all are. I don't know. I think Heather is much richer than Lisa. But so I'm saying. <laughs> in this situation, it's, there is no stepping. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. I live in a fucking hotel, essentially. Yes. So, thanks. Yeah. Um, Now that we've got that power dynamic all sussed out. Yeah. Because that matters to y'all or enough of you. Yeah. Heather Dubrow is the rich bitch. Yeah. She's back. Mm -hmm. Bow down. Yeah, rich bitch energy. Four days. And we knew that she had this palatial home that she had built. built. Um, I saw a lot of it on YouTube mm. because when she wasn't on this show, she quit this show. She had her, she has her own podcast. Mm. She has, um, and she has a YouTube channel. Right. So I saw a lot of this already. Right. Um, but it was broken up into several parts. Right. This episode, we got a tour and it was, we did. It was magnificent. It was fantastic. It's a beautiful home. It was everything state. I've ever wanted in a tour of that home. Yes. It could have been two episodes of just that, to be honest. Honestly, I wouldn't have cared. That would have been fine. fine with me. But what made this uh, giant two-foot chocolate sundae so much better, Is the she- whipped cream on top of it... <laughs> Was in the middle, I think it was the closet. It had to be the closet, right? No, this is from the very beginning of walking No, 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 no. This particular picture oh, I yeah, took. Oh, yeah, this I particular I one. I don't think I posted it yet. And I will. Oh, I thought you did. Did I? I can't remember. Maybe not. The 
picture, there's a moment, and I do believe it happens in the closet, showing off her... No, you haven't posted it. You need to. 4,000 square foot fucking shoe closet or something. With a champagne button. That's right, the champagne button. Um, She's describing this, and again, our heroes on camera two. I just call it camera two. It's not. This this is my affordable shorthand for a shot of of, uh, Dubrow. Shannon Bador. Bador. Dubrow. God, there's too many of this. Bador. You can see the crest falling. She slowly bows her head with her hands kind of folded, looking down. I mean, because throughout the entire way through the house, when she is giving the tour, Shannon is looking and she has a look on her face yeah. like... I wrote down, she is such a miserable, soul-sucking narcissist that each step into Hotel Dubrow triggers her more and more with each step. It is. It is. It is. Yeah. You see visible triggering. Yeah, it's just like because, slowly crumbling because from within. Because Shannon cannot enjoy somebody else's good fortune. Yeah. She can only translate that <laughs> into something that she has lost. Because oh Shannon God. used to have a house where she buried nine lemons or whatever the fuck oh, she right. did. Remember, it was like something was buried nine under lemon- her floor. No, there was not. I don't know what she buried. There she buried be- something under. No, she always had to have nine lemons, lemons in, in a bowl. bowl. But she, she did talk about there were crystals or some shit buried under the floor. She goes in for all that bullshit. I mean, like, if ever we wanted to make, like, billions and billions of dollars, we need to come up with something like that and move to L.A. Oh, I've been saying that for a long time. <laughs> and the more I watch it, and more Bravo's... Uh, um... I mean, every time she goes to Dr. Moon, oh. and he, like, touches her stomach, and, and she claims to feel yeah. better, right. I'm just like, Dr. Moon, you're a genius. I'm going to chant of your butthole, yeah. and now you are yeah. finding a yeah. piece. Yeah, yeah. Butthole chanting. So, butthole chanting. That's what that's that's what we're coming up with. I don't know. That's what yeah, we're getting. sounds good to me. We stick a crystal in your butthole and yeah, we chant over. Yeah, we can. We can. Uh, we're going to partnership with a uh, bleaching. Nice. Full nice. service. It'll be like a two service kind well, of thing. We can call it uh, uh, as so without so within. Oh, that's nice. Uh, namaste. Play all, <laughs> play all that nice yoga music in yeah, the background. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Fucking Zamfir Cuc- up in this. Cucumber water in the, sure. in the lobby. Sounds great. I'm into it. Whatever. So, yeah, she just, she can't just merely be happy for somebody. No, and uh, uh, the first shot we have of Bador in this kickoff of the new season, she's immediately complaining. What's mm-hmm. white pants? What mm-hmm. tequila is this? What happened to my face? I mean, yeah. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. She. And her and Heather have not been on good ground. No. Very shaky ground. So the first thing she does when she hears that Heather is friends with this Nicole. woman named Nicole. Lawsuit boobs. That's what I wrote down as her name. Lawsuit boobs. Mm. Awesome. Uh, I, she, she, she needs to be less worried about her botched boobs and more worried about whoever did her nose. Because the nose Word. is really off. So anyways, finds out that she's friends with this Nicole lady. And then Shannon's like, oh, I think I know her. But she had a different last name. Her name was mm. Nicole Weiss. Turns out this lady had had some boobs that were botched. 16, or 16 a, years ago. Apparent, yes, 16 years ago. Apparently some boob issues. 
and her lawyers made her sue Terry Debrow, which is right. Heather's husband. Right. And, uh, but it was a no big deal. It turned out to not even be a big deal. No. But instead of Shannon, who claims to have a good heart and be a loyal friend, <sighs> instead of Shannon saying that directly to Heather and saying, hey, is this the same woman? Because she told me that she had, you know. Mm-hmm. Sued your husband. Sued your husband is, is uh, you know, I don't want to be, like, talking out of turn, but let me let me bring this up to you in case you don't know. That, then they could have dealt with it. That, and that would have been totally fine. That's how friends talk to each other. Correct. Shannon does not live in that world. No. Shannon lives in the world where she has a piece of information and now she's going to go and she's going to plant it everywhere that she sees an empty, empty spot to plant it. Right. Sadly, Emily and Gina. Yeah, they fell for that. They fell for that shit again. Yeah. They fell for it with, when it when it was Bronwyn too, remember? Mm-hmm. Had Emily go and research Bronwyn's <laughs> properties? <laughs> yes. And then, because, you know, that's Shannon's game. Yeah. Throw a grenade in the middle of the room and walk away. Except, thankfully, Heather, smart girl that she is, she does not play that. No. And she even pinpointed it right to Shannon. She goes, Gina, this was not the place, for, you know. Yeah. She had a gorgeous... Oh my god. She had Nobu come. She had a gorgeous party. As you all, I'm sure know, $36,000 party. $36,000 worth of sushi and decorations and whatever. And personalized chip, chopstick boxes right. at everybody's seating. And it went horribly wrong and she ended up throwing everybody out. Yeah. And and it's because of Shannon. Yeah. Yes. And Shannon's like, I have a good heart. I'm a loyal friend. And Heather's like, no, you're not. <laughs> that was amazing. Yes. Yeah. I was just like, oh, God, she's back. She's it, back. It's like the tallest glass of water on the hottest day. I was like, Heather quite honestly, New York, we've already talked about this. New York probably will be canceled. And if Heather hadn't come back to OC, I could see them going on out the door, too. Yeah. You're boring. You're boring. We're getting ready to have, uh, you know, Dubai, which is right. going to be, you uh, talk about luxury. Oh, we're going to see some fucking luxury in Dubai. Yeah, yeah that's going to be fantastic. Because people just leave friggin', you know, Lamborghinis on the side of the road there. Yeah. Oh, ran out of gas. I'll go get a new one. Yeah. I mean, just. I'm ready for it. It's a ridiculous amount of riches. So, so ready for it. I'm ready for the sort of wealth and opulence that my my boys on on the Shaws talk about, and you know how I yes, about the I, w- I want to see that. I yeah. want to see that. Y'all talk like you've got fucking it's wealth and opulence island. that I could never ever no. ever accomplish. No, so I'd like to watch it on television, please. Yes, because that's what I mean. The closest I get to it is you know owning an expensive handbag. Hey, that's, that's not it. Bad. It's not bad. That's it. That's as close as I can get. It, it's better than a lot of people have. So, I, don't, I don't even have some designer clothes. <laughs> no. Maybe a designer scarf. I don't even have that. <laughs> right. But I got a handbag. <laughs> right. But that's a key component to these shows that has been missing. And it's not about just, oh, you know, everyone just singing for their supper. That's what those secondary shows are for, like Vanderpump. If I want to see what, sorry, what working help looks, what they're doing with their lives, which is not even the show <sighs> anymore. Which is not even the show anymore. And that, is, I think, is a big part of why it sucks a dick. Yeah. 
Yeah. Before everyone's working at Vanderpump or whatever or, or, yeah. or various restaurants, and you can remember either I you are that age and work doing the same thing, yeah. or you're a they decade or so disrupted removed the formula from being exactly what those people are living in apartments, having roommates, having multiple girlfriends, boyfriends, and it all falling apart, and then going back together again, and blah blah blah, and having to struggle to keep your head above water in whatever city you're living in. That is relatable content. Everyone now who either owns a bar or is owning two bars and has matching weird white houses in whatever valley, it is not enough to keep a series alive, in my opinion. No. This season of Vanderpump is not They had a formula show. and now they're outside of that formula. Right. And they got rid of all the people that people really cared about. So because right. you can kind of look oh look past um, the changing of the of the uh, dynamic, the dynamic yeah. of people working to them in their lives now. Like I could watch Stassi as she is now. I don't need Stassi in the kitchen. Is my point right? I can see them graduating. Right? It's like watching Buffy back in the day. She's in school. She's in high school. She's in college. She's working. Yeah, and everything's fine. Natural progression of life. We right. get it. And we I'm get good it. with it if it's people I care about. None of them I care about. Well, also. If people are actually friggin' doing anything, Katie does not work. She sits home all day. Apparently. This, uh, she doesn't. She doesn't work. Uh, Ariana does not work. Mm. Um, they're not doing anything. Um, Schwartz and Sandoval, yes, they do work, but we're barely even dealing with that because we're more dealing with them just fighting with each other. I guess maybe... What my bitch is. It would be great if we moved past you working at the restaurant and you grew up and you're doing your own thing, in thing, whatever that may be. But you're not doing anything. It it would be, I think, more appropriate if it was just called After Sir. Yeah. Right? Because no one's working at Sir except Charlie. After Pump. After Pump. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that makes more sense because it's essentially people that do not work for Lisa at all Mm-mm. or are partners with her in one endeavor. Oh, and she shows up every once in a while and go, what's happening, dear? Oh, yes. Uh, yes, yes. I'll have some rosé. Come to my hotel. I think you should really work it out because you're a really good friend. You Would see. you like some tea? Look, have you seen my dolls? Yeah. Oh, darling. Okay. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, they are. Yeah. But even, and I love Lisa Vanderbilt. God, I know you do. I love her. But even her, her presence doesn't. Can't do it. It doesn't it, do anything. It's not enough to breathe life. You're just a friend going, so what's the haps, chaps? Yeah. Rather yeah. than, you people are fucking up and you're fucking up on my dime. Exactly. That was great shit. Yeah. When Kennedy would lose his mind or Jax would be Jax and shifts were being filled. Yeah. I mean, was it wasn't the best reality to I mean, tone it down. It wasn't the best reality show ever, but it was at least... It was at least fun to watch. It was more fun to watch than this. And it was witty. I don't like it. And it yes. was witty. And right now, it's not witty. It's no, just it's bitching. Slog. It's, it's just bitching. Slog. I literally let all of the episodes play while I was filling out my Christmas cards, while I was wrapping presents. Yeah. While, I mean, I just let it play. <laughs> I didn't even care. I went upstairs. I did some stuff. I was just like, oh, they're fighting again. Look at that. Right. 
you know. Yeah. Literally, so this will be my last season watching. If they, if it comes back, which I will be sorely surprised. I just don't understand. But if it comes back, I, I don't think I'm going to watch it again. Because I can't I can't stomach it anymore. No. It's dumb. And I only, I watched, I don't know how many episodes where I left uh, today. Like one, two. Three. One or two. And it seemed to be... When I came home... It's the same... It was the same it's shit. It's the same shit over and over. Except yeah. we learned that Brock slapped his ex-wife around. That sucks. Fuck him twice. Yeah. And whatever his reasons are, fuck him. Yeah. I don't know that just because it turns out he, he happened to be someone who slaps his wife around, ex-wife around, that that means Lala necessarily has to be in everyone's fucking business, like the fucking Duke boys. <laughs> but because that has come to light... She will now feel completely justified in her behavior. Oh, absolutely. And I like Lala. I I didn't like Lala before. She was way too much the theater girl who's like, that's who I am. I say it like it is. Like, okay. She's still like that. You're just an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm okay with it in the context of a show. I don't know if I want to be friends with you. But in the context of a reality show, I'm okay with it. But hey... Let's spread this around a bit. I mean, at least when she was drunk, she was funny as hell. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Bambi, I bitch. Get out of my head. <laughs> anyway, we had a whole thing planned about deep diving into OC, but we didn't even get to that shit. We just... Hey, I'll tell you my rankings for who I like most on OC. Heather to bro, Heather to bro, Heather to bro. Right. Hate everybody else. Everyone else sucks. Okay, wait. I like Gina. I like Gina. I like Gina. We can Kelly Dodd. We can go on all day can about go who on we love fire. and who we hate, but we need to hit Heather's number one with a bullet. At, number at one. Top. She's queen of the mountain. Now, who's fighting for a heel position? Dude, that is in between. Well, okay, for actually being on the show, mm-hmm. the person that's the heel position is, of course, Shannon Bedore. Correct. For ex-people on the show... Bronwyn left her seven kids and moved to New York to uh, pursue her lesbianism. Right. right. So, fuck her twice. Right. Kelly Dodd, who is just a horrible person, who gets on social media, calls people names, and uh, is a racist. So, there you go. It's really hard to pick between the two. It's really hard. So, so I... Uh, um, I... Reach out to you. A woman who abandons her children. The listener. Who is... We all know who we all love um, in OC. But who, who, who's the number one with a bullet with the hate? Yeah. Who do we hate the most? And I, I can't really... It used it to be Vicky. But honestly... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah. Vicky's just a little old woman with her grandchildren now. But like Living I said out before, her days. I'm like, it's fine. Like I said before, Vicky's a lot of things... But I know I can have tequila and a good time. Oh, yeah. At least she's a good time. That's the thing. At least you're a good time. I can't, I can't say, say that, that about Bador. Bador, not even a good time. Please, <sighs> please don't ever come on a trip with me. Let me tell you. Her getting called out again. To go back to this, just for a minute as we wrap this show up. I want her not just to be called out. I want her to be called out for and have consequences and they stick. I don't want what usually happens in these shows. They run the whole season, run each other down. She's the worst. She's the worst. Here are the reasons why. And oh, then they all come back. Well, I want to move on. I want to move forward. I know that Heather's a big enough person that she wants. I wanted want to be to treated that. like how I treat friendships. Yeah. Where if somebody wrongs me, 
I delete you from all my social media because you don't get this good, good content. Mm. You don't get to lurk on this good, good content and hate me. Right. You got to like me. Right. Bye. Bye. Be done. Be done. That's what I want. I want Walk done away. and be done. I want her to get on. <laughs> I want her to get on the same metaphorical plane that Heather got on to leave Mary behind with Whitney. Like, bye. Yeah. See you next time.